Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Hidden Missing Radio. I'm your host, Angelina Wilson. My guest today will be Margaret Oliski. She is the sister of Stephanie Oliski. Stephanie was killed in East Windsor, Connecticut by a blow to the back of the head. It's been reported that she may have been shoved out of a vehicle or something, but the autopsy report says blow to the back of the head. Now, East Windsor, Connecticut is a small New England town. Um, <coughs> this case is probably my most personal because my grandfather grew up in East Windsor, Connecticut, and, in fact, had I lived there, I would have been the fifth generation that did. So <laughs> I want to welcome Margaret. And Thank you. And ever give you a background of the story. Could you give us a background of what happened? Sure. Yeah, well, my my sister, um, she left right at, right after dinner time. Um, and, and I do remember that. I was young. I was only five, but I remember her leaving um, after dinner time, and then I never saw her again. Um, so from what my, my mom told me over the years was uh, that she had gone down to a friend's house. Um, I, I think the friend's house was right next to, like, where the Ramada Inn was um, at that time. And then... Um, you know, according to what everybody said after was that she left there about 9.15 at night. Um, she was 15 minutes late for curfew, um, and she was on her way home. So, we, you know, she had to walk home. It probably would have taken her 15, 20 minutes. Um, and then, you know, from what they told me, she was found uh, right next to the East Windsor Grill laying on the side of the road. Um and I guess the the woman that went inside and told the Carl Weymouth, the police officer that was in there having lunch, that there was a girl on the side of the road. I guess they never could find her, which which I found very odd. Um, that is odd. You know, yeah, he never, you know, he never took her name or anything like that, um, and and nobody could seem to find her again. Um, she did She did call my house um, when I was about 10 years old to find out if anybody ever got arrested. And I remember how shook, shooken up my mom was about it. Um, but she never gave her name or anything and just hung up. So, that, you know, that was really odd, too. Um, so my sister was in a coma. Yeah, the whole thing is odd. My sister was in a coma, and they had several suspects, I guess. But um, nothing ever came to came to light on that and then she died um august 1st she was she was in coma for 11 days she was just 15 years old correct so she was, she was just 15 correct now you guys live <clears throat> in the village of warehouse point correct in East we lived on prospecto yep Warehouse, Warehouse Point, um, yeah, they would consider that Warehouse Point. Warehouse Point was really down by, like, where Geisler's is, and I think there was, like, a Richard's Drug Store. Um, and we live up by um, where Walmart is now. 
not well, Big Y is now. Walmart moved out of there, so. But I think they consider that warehouse point. Oh, okay. <coughs> um, I'm not really familiar with the the town itself, um, <laughs> because I never actually lived there. Okay. Yeah. Detective <laughs> Stavel reopened her case in 1998. Is he still the detective on the case? Um, well, you know, I went in and interviewed with him when he reopened the case, and he just said that there was, you know, so many cons- in- inconsistencies with the police reports, right? He sent her DNA to our, our DNA from, from some of the suspects' vehicles, to the FBI lab because obviously they didn't have that in 1975 and it all came back inconclusive. Um, From what my mother told me when she was alive was that, um, and I I don't know how true this is, I mean, you know, kind of changed my mom losing her first daughter, right? But they said that um, they had had somebody in custody and then they let him go and said there wasn't enough evidence. But from what Detective Stable told me when I interviewed with him was a lot of the police reports, um, there was a lot of missing evidence. There was a lot of mumble-jumble. Um, there was a lot of things that were inconsistently reported. Um, and, it, you know, what, what he said to me was he thinks the truth died with Carl Weymouth. Um Although I'm I'm still hopeful that guilt on somebody's shoulders. I wonder why they you know died with the cop who who found her. That that's interesting that, to me. Yeah, they never took her name or anything. You know, I they, they don't know anything around on an unidentified woman. Um, you know, and I can remember a couple phone calls to to the house as I was growing up that that, you know, really got my mom shook up, right? And, I, you know, I think that my um, my older sister has speculations on, on what happened. I mean, I, I've heard various stories, and I'm I'm not one to tell them because, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah. But I think, I think my, older, my older sister um, had speculations of, of who was involved yeah, uh, with that. Yeah. And interestingly, in doing some research, I found a neighbor, or somebody who says they were a neighbor, says she was thrown from a van. I don't know where he got that from, but his screen name on the website that I found him on was Dave Eme, D-A-V-E-I-M-M-E. Yeah. That's what he said. Yeah, well, that is... Well, there was a a van that... um, I, I guess there was a van, and, I, you know, I, like I said, I, I don't want to throw names around. I mean, but there's yeah. been names thrown around in my family for years, right? But I don't, I don't want to say anything untrue, right? But apparently that they had um, her blood in somebody's van um, that they had pulled in, you know, after they found her. And, again, a lot of that evidence went missing, and I, Detective Stable had told me that um, he, you know, the guy that owned the van was always a prime suspect, but because their evidence was missing, they could never put their finger on it. And I think at the time that he reopened the case, 
um, they had him in for another charge, and they had actually had um, his van in the compound yard. <clears throat> so I don't know if he opened it because um, of speculation. I mean, like I said, there was names thrown around my house for years, um, probably is my there, whole life. Is he still the detective on the case? I believe that he closed it. Well, it's left un, un, uh, unclosed, just unsolved. But, there, you know, he, there was a lot of inconsistency, and he couldn't piece anything together. You know, and he tried to talk to the coroner, but, the, you know, the coroner at the time that my sister died um, never returned his phone call, right? So, yeah. I mean, there, there was so much. And then he tried to <laughs> it, – it's just like a, a great big circle, um, a great big circle of people who don't want to say anything, right? Mm. And that, um, in all yeah. I, in all honesty in all honesty in my heart of hearts I don't I don't believe they maliciously meant to murder her I mean she was only con, you know technically missing for 45 minutes because they found her at at 10 o'clock at night and the last anybody saw her was quarter after nine so somebody her picked her up were her friends that she was with questioned I mean yes they they were questioned both times in the initial investigation and then after. But so she walked, she walked, right? Obviously she was walking. She was only, you know, 15. Um, and she left her girlfriend's house at, at 9.15 or, you know, 9 o'clock area. And then she was last seen um, and by the overpass, a 91 overpass, where you get onto 91 when you're going up 140, um, which is about 10 minutes from where she was. <clears throat> and somebody saw her that was at the gas station across the street, I guess. And then oh. somebody picked her up there, and then, you know, in a, in a matter of 45 minutes, um, she was left on the side of the road. She didn't have any, any, any con, you know, road rash or, or anything like that consistent with be hit, being hit by a car, right? They just, so they placed her there. I mean, you had a cop car in the East Windsor Grill, the guys having having dinner, and just, you know, somebody pulled on the side of the road and put her on the side of the road. You know, so I, I mean, if they, I, you know, so I don't, I don't believe in my heart of hearts that it was intentional. <clears throat> and I, you know, and I think that more you, people know what happened than, um, yeah. Then they're leaning to believe. And I just wish somebody would come forward and tell us the truth. You know, tell us what happened. You know, you know, was it something yeah. that went bad where you're trying to abduct her and it went bad and you dropped her on the side of the road because you didn't mean to kill her? You know, something like that. Yeah. <clears throat> now, the person who found and his name was Weymouth? Carl Weymouth was the police officer that was in the East Windsor Grill having dinner. And then some woman came in, an unidentified woman came into the, the restaurant, the East Winter Grill, and um, told them there was there was some girl laying on the side of the road. So he went out there you know, you and... Uh, you would interview her to find out. They would take her name you and think interview you, her to find out if knew anything. Well, I mean, I'm granted, you know, maybe he was rushing out there to see if she was still alive, right? But at least take the woman's name or have her stay with you. You know, you know, yeah. just just leave, just let her go. You know, but again, he probably knew who it was, 
And then, you know, I, I feel like something's going on there. I feel like maybe Detective Weymouth or, or <clears throat> police officer Weymouth at the time, or maybe the detective at the time, maybe they had some kind of personal ties to the kid that was in custody. Um, and, you know, maybe that's how it all slipped through because they didn't want to, you know, ruin the kid's life for an accident because obviously he would have been charged with murder or manslaughter. I, I, I heard that my mom say that and my dad say that several times was that, yeah. <clears throat> and I don't want to, and I don't and I'm not one to pass judgment. Again, I was, I was young and I don't want to say that, but I've heard that more than once from, you know, my parents and I've heard that from other people as well. And it just seems to me that all this missing evidence and all this did files, so to speak, you know, missing files and missing this and missing that. How can you lose files about a 15-year-old girl that was killed? I, I mean, seriously. <clears throat> but that's the... amazed at what police managed to lose. <laughs> now, yeah. your um, selectman actually offered a $300 reward at one time. Right, and then some business offered another reward. So, I mean, I think the reward was up to like $500 and... Back in 1975, that was a lot, right? Yeah, it was a ton. Yeah. Um, Your sister was born in Germany? Yep. Yeah, my mom and dad met in Germany. My mom was there. My mom and dad met during uh, World War II. My dad was over there, stationed over there. That's cool. And then when my grandfather died, my dad's father died they came here they relocated here to take care of his mother okay so he was from east windsor he was from hartford they were from hartford Hartford. originally right but then you know my mom and dad relocated here and you know my mom had had um i have a stepbrother and then you know she had three little ones so they bought a house in prospect hill ah so you guys grew up there Yes. Okay. Did your did your sister have boy a boyfriend or a summer job or anything at that time? Um, my sisters both worked tobacco um, in the summer, right? That was the oh, thing to do, but they right. weren't allowed to have boyfriends, right? And I I don't believe yeah. that she did because she was an honor student. I mean, she was very she always an honor. She was very smart, yeah. and she was very obedient, my, you know. That time. Tobacco was huge down there. Right, right, and all, and all the kids did it, you know, both, both of my sisters did it. <clears throat> you know, and she... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and she babysat a lot. Both of my sisters babysat a lot, um... You know, there she was always a go-to girl for babysitting. She was really good with the kids, and um, you know, she had a lot going for her. She was beautiful, you know, inside and my out. Had, oh, I'm sorry. My mother had a had a, a a question, a suggestion. Did she ever ride on the back of a motorcycle? Was she a risk taker? Maybe ride without a helmet? Because she was Never. wondering if maybe the head injury might have come from falling off a motorcycle. Well, no, um, and I and I get that, but she didn't have, you know, the road rash. 
she didn't have, if you fall off a motorcycle, you have road rash. I mean, I'm a motorcycle rider myself. So she didn't have anything consistent with being hit by a car or falling off a motorcycle. That's what people were speculating when they found her. Um, you know, how small towns talk, but um, her yeah, autopsy. I the, yeah, I read that her autopsy said she had road burns, but not cuts or bruises. No, she didn't. She didn't. She had a couple minor scrapes. That's what she had oh. was a couple minor scrapes, but nothing consistent with falling off a motorcycle or um, being hit by a car or falling out of a moving vehicle. Somebody yeah. definitely How, placed her there. Yeah. How far was she from from home where she was found? Probably a mile, but a mile the other way. So, you know, they they would have um, the way she was walking. She was. Um, I'm trying to grab my direction. I'm so directionally challenged. <laughs> um, she was walking up a hill. Okay. Route 140, and in order to get home, she would have had to take a right onto Route 5, okay? And then she would have taken a left off of Route 5. So she was walking up the hill where she, um, before she hit Route 5, which the last time that she was seen, and then whoever picked her up took a right and drove past where she would have taken a left to go home, and she was a mile the other way down on Route 5. Ah. Now, they said Route 91 was right off of 5. Was the exit ramp from Route 91? No, it's off, off 1. It's the, the overpass was the last time that she um, she was seen. And, yes, it, it is close. I'm trying to think back then where the underpass was. Um, mm-hmm. It's in the same spot on off of Route 140. But they they moved it um, down on Route Five. You can pick up ninety one off Route Five now, but it used to run down uh, South Main Street. Oh, okay. Because I um, read somewhere that they thought maybe someone came off of ninety one to get her. So that's no. why I was wondering if there must have been an. Well, it could. Yeah, they could have. They could have. They could have come off a of 91 to pick her up. But like I said, uh, speculation is that, that it was um, it, it was somebody uh, just a couple years older than her. It wasn't a stranger. I mean, if it was a stranger, they certainly wouldn't have dropped her, you know, or left her on the side of the road for, you know, oh, right where own. a cop car was. Yeah. I mean, if, you know, they, they would have definitely not – they would have been more afraid that the cop would see them. Right, and I think that was probably the goal, dropping her there, seeing the cruiser, um, thinking, well, she has a better chance of surviving because I didn't mean to hit her so hard. And if, you know, that all goes along with I didn't mean to hit her so hard. Right, exactly. But if it was a stranger, I mean, seriously, you know, the cop car was directly under the streetlight. You know, you can't miss it. It was right in front. Yeah. Right? So do you think that her case is connected to any of the other missing and, and murdered girls from that time period, from that area? Honestly, no, I I don't. Um, I mean, all the missing girls, I mean, they were found in, in remote places, weren't they? And, you know, they'd been, you know, tortured and, you know, hurt in, in ways that nobody should be hurt. 
my sister wasn't assaulted yeah. like that. Um, my yeah. seriously, the only yeah, the only assault that was on her was her head, you know, a blow to the head yeah. with like a lead pipe. Oh, really? Ouch. Yeah. They said it's too small a town for no one to know anything, and I agree. I looked it up. It's a population of 11,000. Right, exactly. Exactly. <clears throat> so, yeah, I mean, that's that's why I'm thinking. I mean, pe- you know, my sister was 10 years older than me, so people are getting up in their years, and, and maybe somebody will come forward and just to get a cleaner conscience. Right, I can't imagine yeah. living with with that knowledge no, for. I imagine living you know, with that either. Please forgive the background oh. noise. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Um, no. I mean, that's forty-two yeah, years you have to live with knowing somebody that killed yeah. somebody. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, we have eight minutes left. Her mom, Ada, died in 2014 without any justice for her little girl. Police believe someone in East needs to know something, as I already stated. Um, your dad also passed away without knowing, or is he still alive? No, my dad passed away in uh, 2000, and, uh, I want to say 2003, 2006 area. <clears throat> so he he didn't know, but, you know, it's it's for things like that change the dynamic of my parents' lives, right? And as as any death of a child does, but uh, he, you know, they just didn't understand it. It, it changed the whole dynamic of their lives, right? Mm-hmm. That's what makes it so That's sad. Yes. Um. So. Uh, so she's buried with your parents. Correct. Yep, she's buried with my pla- my parents in Bloomfield. You know, I can't even Im- imagine the loss of a child. You know, I buried my father last year, and that was horrendous. And I was thinking today about all the people, you know, even your parents, who, you know, have buried a child or, or who've had to look at their child's death certificate the way I've had to look at my father's. And that's the natural right. course of things, even though he was kind of young. But I think of the people who've had to look at their child, and I just, I can't begin to, I comprehend that. Yeah, I, I don't, I feel for those people every day, honestly. I mean, I, one of my friends have had to bury their children. My my mom had to bury her child. My sister had to bury her child. And it just, it breaks my heart, Right. And sometimes it's unavoidable. Your sister lost yeah. a child? Yeah, later in life, yep. She was 30. Oh, that's almost even worse. Yeah, it just, um, but but it's not right, it's not natural to lose your children, right? Sometimes it's a disease awful like cancer. Sometimes it's, you know, getting involved with the wrong crowd and, and drugs and that, but um, sometimes it's it's just plain stupid, you know. And I don't I don't mean to say it like that, but um, sometimes it's just people being ridiculous and you know causing an accident instead of living up to it. They you know 
that's what gets me so angry. It, it wasn't a disease. It wasn't cancer. It wasn't something awful. It's somebody took my sister's life and left her on the side of the road. Yeah, exactly. That's what they did. Right. And the thing is, I wonder if anybody questioned her friends. Maybe something happened when she was at her friend's house. You know, was there a whole Well, they did, and I... And, and I don't think anything happened there. I think it was random where somebody picked her up when she was walking home. And whether she knew the people or not, I don't know. Um, like I said, you know, growing up and, he, and hearing speculation, I can I can remember one time when I was like uh, nine, nine, maybe eight or nine, uh, my sister came flying in the driveway with her car and told me to get in the house and stay there. And, you know, apparently... The person who she she thinks had something to do with it had called somebody and said they were coming back in town and she was trying to protect us, right? So I can't imagine you know, I, like I, Yeah, and you know whether or not he was out to get us, I don't know. But I think at that point, um, in our life, it was um, in my sister's yeah. life. It was Absolutely. it was like you know she felt like she needed to do something. So. You know, but she she doesn't talk about it because, um, you know, it it was hard. I mean, they they shared a room together for my my sister, um, that's alive was only a year younger than my sister that died, right? So she was only a year younger than Stephanie. She they were like best friends. Well, you don't know her Yeah. Um. Now because it was on a highway, Route Five, not that. There's much of a highway in East Windsor, but would the state police be involved? No, in any way, it, it wasn't. It wasn't a highway. Route Five is like a a main road in oh, like in a- East Windsor. It's yeah, it's only a two lane road. It's not a highway. Route ninety one is the highway that um, oh, was close, okay. but it, no, See, state police were not called. If he were still alive. Yeah. <laughs> And Rule, I would have Rule asked five you is just all of this before I talked to you, so I would have had a clue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no worries. <laughs> yeah, no. Route five is just like a two-lane road. It's not a, it's not a major highway. Oh. Yeah, kind of like Route sixteen is our main street, but it's not exactly a highway. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are the police doing in this case right now? Are they doing anything? Uh, no, they're they're not doing nothing. They're, you know, he when when Detective Stable reopened it, and he just said there was too many files missing, there was too many inconsistencies, too many people that had the answers had died. You know, so he was just hoping that you know sooner or later somebody with a guilty conscience was going to come forward and solve the mystery for us. Um, but as far as detective work, um, just. There's too many people gone that had all the answers, you know, and he That's thinks bad. that a lot of it, a lot of it died with the the original police, um, wow. that that were involved. Again, yeah, and and again, this was 1975, and if you were right, an adult, things were <laughs> it's pretty old now. <laughs> right, yeah, things were different. Things were different back then too, you know. Things were a, a lot different than they are now. Um, I mean, you know, I think the police department has. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
but I, I was in saying that in, ni- in 1975, my father was 31 years old. That would make him 74 this year if he were alive. That means if these people were in their 30s, they're in their 70s. Right, exactly. Put it in perspective, well, they're in their 70s. Yeah, I think the speculation was that um, they were they were only a couple years older than her, so they would have been 16 or 17 at the time. Oh. You know, so, so maybe maybe I gotta wait a little bit longer, but that's what I'm hoping. Somebody comes forward and cleans their conscience before they knock on those pearly gates. I guess. Absolutely. Um, I want to thank you so much. We have 90 seconds left here. Thank you so much for being here. Thank Um, you for having me. Great show. I didn't hardly have to do any talking, which is always a good thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm a talker. (laughs) Um, Thank thank you very much for reaching out to me and having me on. Oh, you're more than welcome. I I love what I do, and to get do a case out of this town is pretty special. And I think my dad's smiling down, and and hopefully your sister is too. And hopefully she's up there glad you're doing what you're doing. Um, I would give the East Windsor Police Department's phone number, but I don't know if anybody uh, if they would even take a call seriously at this point. But I will anyway. 860-292-8240. I want to thank everybody for listening. And I just want to let everyone know that my very next um, although the date has not been set, will be the case of Judy O'Donnell. She's a missing woman from New York but was last seen in Baltimore, Maryland. Have a great night. God bless you. Uh, goodbye, Margaret. Okay, take care. To... You too. Bye-bye. Bye, oh. and God bless you all. Thank you.